You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. Awesome. Well, tonight we are doing uh, our third part of the topic, talking to Jesus. And we have these three amazing people that are sharing with you tonight. We have Sophie, we have Annika, and we have Zeke. And so I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be a good night. Um, First of all, I want to ask you guys, what are you most excited for about camp? Um, If I'm being honest, the, the food is something I'm very excited about. I've heard some good things about the Green Hills. Green Hills, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I said that yeah. wrong. Yeah. I've heard some good things about um, the way that they cater. Right. Okay. I mean, that dinner after messy games, there's oh. nothing like it. I do agree. Yeah. My mouth's going to water. Stop. <laughs> what about you, Zeke? Um, there's a lot of things, but actually... Uh, I've I actually forgot their names, but the guest speakers, I think uh, yeah. Maddie, 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 Barlow. Maddie Barlow. Yes, I actually yep. went to City Point um, during Christmas time and I actually heard them speak. And I think it was, it was Liam yeah, and I was awesome. blown away. Yeah, cool. Blown away is the exact word I would use actually. Yes. So yeah, I'm very excited for them. Yeah, awesome. Me too. Annika. Yeah. Well, it's just like a completely different um, environment there that kind of like, you know, people are there because they want to be there and they want to be mm. praising God and hearing from God. And so mm. when you're around people like that, it just kind of pushes you even further in your in your walk with him, especially like how far you push yourself at BYC. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Get around it, guys. It's going to be awesome. If you are somebody who's nervous to come because you're not sure what your friends are doing, then I encourage you over three days basically living with people changes your relationships with people. And so if you aren't coming because you don't know what your friends are doing, I guarantee you, you'll come home from camp with friends and plenty more that God is going to do in your life while we're away. It's going to be awesome. Well, tonight we are talking about prayer. Everybody say prayer. 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 So obviously... If you're coming to youth, you're probably familiar with prayer to a certain degree. You've probably heard your leaders pray. If you go to a Christian school, like many of you do, you've probably heard prayer happen in assembly. Some of you might um, pray as a family at home, but you're all probably to a degree familiar with what prayer is. But we want to go into a little bit more detail tonight about what prayer is. Why is it important? How do you pray if you're not sure how to pray? How do you set up your prayer life so that your relationship with God is real and personal and growing? And so we're going to jump straight into it tonight. And um, Zeke, are you able to tell us tonight a little bit about what the purpose of prayer actually is? Yeah, sure, sure. So for me personally, when I got this message from Meg, I actually spent a couple days first before delving into it because it's quite, I'd say, a hard question to answer. Right. You think the purpose is quite easy, right? I think the first thing I thought, the first thing to do, like, when you pray, obviously, is just to talk to God. Mm. And I guess that is one of them. And Mm -hmm. in my notes, I definitely have it as one of the reasons why. But there's also a second reason, but I'll delve into that later. Um, Just quickly... I'm just going to play a quick game, if everyone's okay with that. 
and the theme is Have You Not Heard? Obviously because we've got Burn Youth Camp coming up soon. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to say three statements. It's very easy to, uh, easy to do. And if you've ever heard these statements before related to prayer, I just want you to put your hands up. First statement. Have you ever heard anyone say God is our Heavenly Father? Yes. Good, good. I'm glad everyone has heard someone say that. Second, God is our Messiah and our Savior. Yeah, that's good. And lastly, God is our closest friend. Okay, okay. So I see with that last one, there are a little bit of you, like a, little, a couple of you that didn't put your hands up. And that's fine. And I just wanted to speak to that one just today. It's just interesting. We all know that God's meant to be our closest friend. So why does it feel like sometimes praying to him is so distant and so far away? Correct? I can speak for myself. Sometimes I wake up and I just say, hey, God, these are the things I want today. Blah, blah, blah. Bless me. Bless my food. Help me get to, to uni or to church safely. And then that's it. I don't pray till I eat again. Or I don't pray till... I guess I'm at church again, or till the night. Why does it feel like sometimes he's so, so distant? Amen? Mm. And I just wanted to speak, that, speak to that tonight. Because um, I feel like <laughs> I'm kind of convicting myself a little bit, and I'm going a little bit off topic of my notes because during worship I did get a word from God and I felt like I should share a little bit of my, of my thinking. Yeah. But prayer has two purposes. I'll start with this. Your first purpose is to communicate with God, which I've said before. And your second purpose is to worship and to glorify Him. Mm. Right? And I'm going to say this twice because this is something that (laughs) I'm quite convicting of, right? But God is not your personal genie. Mm. God is not your personal genie. You can't just wake up in the morning and demand the things that you want to happen that day. Mm. As much as (laughs) we want to, he's not a magic lamp that we rub and say, hey, can we have this? And then your wishes are answered. doesn't work that way. It would be such a selfish way to treat God Mm -hmm. and to live our life if we did that. And why? If If God is meant to be this amazing creator who's perfect and can do everything... Why shouldn't we be able to ask him for the things like that, right? Mm. And like I said before, because he's our closest friend. Now, someone like, so, like me, for example, and Isaac, who fortunately, unfortunately, not fortunately, is not here tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, pray for him because he has COVID. So hopefully he's okay in ISO. But me and Isaac, the reason we're friends is we, we communicate we put 50-50 into our relationship with each other. Yep. It's not 80-20. Yep. Mm. If it was 80-20, we wouldn't be as close friends as we are now. Right. And by that metric, it should be the same with God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, cool. right. If we only talk to God when we need things, mm. that's by, by actually by percentages, that's like 0.01% of your day. Yeah. That right. one minute in the morning... That's how much time you care about it. Mm. And if prayer is the only way that you communicate with God, if he's supposed to be your closest friend, you're talking to him that little. Mm. Yeah. Are you lying to yourself? Yeah. 
Mm. Yep. I'm gonna let that one sit a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I know for myself, that's definitely something that I I feel definitely because even this morning when I woke up, I I prayed about prayed about this message because I had a lot of things that I wanted to write, um, and we only had five minutes, so. Uh, my, my topic will end soon, but I just wanted to make sure I got the one topic across. Mm. Is that if God is your closest friend, why do we give no time to him? Right. Right. So true. I love that. I love that. God should be our closest friend. Can I encourage you young people that anyone can talk to God? Anyone can talk to God. When you talk to God, you don't have to preach at him. You can talk to him about whatever's going on in your world. You can be real with him with where you're at. It doesn't have to be a preach. It doesn't have to be performative, which is actually what Sophie is going to share with us tonight, that um, prayer, Soph, is not a performance. It's personal, right? So can you talk to us a little bit about that? That's right. And like, as Zeke was saying, we start off, like, it's a a conversation. Mm. Like, it's a conversation with God. He's, um, he's our father. He wants to know about our day. He wants to talk about our day, right? Mm. He wants to hear about, like, everything that's going on, our triumphs and our struggles. Yeah. Um, I want to start by talking about some guy in the Bible, just some guy um, named Daniel. Um, he was put in a really, really sticky situation. It was not fun. Um, so in Daniel chapter 6, um, Daniel is deemed by the king as the most trustworthy and the most responsible administrator. Um, and the other ones, they, they basically were really jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, why, why is he so good? Why does the king like him? Right. Um, so they decided to ask the king to implement a rule. Um, and the rule was to give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone divine or human except you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. Mm-hmm. So basically they said anyone that prays to God gets into a big cave with lots of hungry lions. And I know I would not want to be in that cave, right? And Daniel's praying to God three times a day, every day at this point. Mm. Every day he prays three times a day, no matter what, Yeah, right? And so these jealous people were out to get Daniel. Mm. And so the king was like, yeah, I, I like that. I want to be awesome. I want everyone to love only me. So he was like, yeah, I'm totally good with that rule. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Daniel heard about this. And the first thing that he does is he goes into his room and he prays. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He goes into his room by himself and prays. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just sat there and prayed and gave thanks to God. And thanked God for all that he'd done in his life, right? Um, He trusted God to get him out of this situation, right? Mm -hmm. And so these jealous people, they they, they found Daniel. They knew that he was going to go and pray. They went up into his room, hunted him down to find him praying, to go and dib-dob to the king and be like, Daniel's praying Mm -hmm. and it's not to you, Mm -hmm. right? And so Daniel was praying to God. These jealous people found him told the king, went and tattled, and obviously, what? guess what happened? Where did Daniel have to go? He went, he went to the lion's den. Yep. And yep. that's not a fun place to be. Uh, but when Daniel was in the lion's den, what he did was he prayed. Mm-hmm. 
He was alone in the lion's dead and he prayed. And King Darius came down to the cave the next morning and was like, this guy's dead. He's surely he's not alive. I just threw him in a cave with hungry lions. Mm-hmm. I locked him down there for a whole night. He's not alive. But he said, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you serve faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? And Daniel responded, right? He said, my God sent his angel to shut the lions' mouths so that they would not hurt me. Mm-hmm. For I have been found innocent in his sight. Mm-hmm. Right? So Daniel was praying consistently three times a day in spite of the fear of literally being eaten alive. Right? He was praying consistently and continually, continually because he had faith in God and he had faith that prayer to God was the right thing and that consistency in that prayer was the right thing to be doing. Right? Right? He had a personal prayer-based relationship with God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He didn't pray so in front of others on a stage to mm. show off because if, quite frankly, if he did that, he probably would have been killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? He didn't want to please King Darius because he knew that mm. the person that he needed to serve ultimately was God. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter about earthly kings and queens and yeah. prime ministers and all that because mm. God's our king. So right? So basically that was a massive issue in David's life and he prayed, right? And I know many of you probably would have felt like in the, that you've been in a similar situation. You've been thrown into an absolute lion's den, right? Everything's biting at you. Everything's bringing you down. You just, you just can't escape. Um, and that's why prayer life is super important because... God will be there to help us out of the den and to shut those lions up in your life, mm-hmm. right? Um, I just want to read out Matthew 6, verse 5 to 8 really quickly. Um, it says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues mm-hmm. and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Mm -hmm. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And you will pray. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Mm -hmm. Right? So literally just going into your room and praying and being like, Hey God, this is what's happening right now. It's great or it's really bad. I need some support out here, right? Just being like, hey, I want to chat even. Like if you're on the bus, just sitting on the bus being like, hey God, I know I just prayed to you this morning before I ate my, my toast, but like I, I just really want to just have a chat. Tell you about this guy that I saw on the bus. He seems like a cool... No. (laughs) He seems like a cool guy I could be friends with. (laughs) Um, Right? Keep a conversation with him. Keep involved with him. And Mm. do it for your own prayer life, not to show other people that you have a prayer life, right? Talking to him is personal and it's a relationship that you can have with him anytime you want to have it. Um, And it's it's a strong relationship. If, yeah. if you want it to be, if you make it to be, right? So true. It's um, 
something that I heard, um, I, I was told to me the other day is that um, prayer is like breathing, right? So if we've got no air, we can't breathe, right? right? And prayer is that air that we get from God when we're speaking and we die without it, essentially, mm. right? Yeah, so, so yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, awesome. It's personal. Yeah, I love in that um, the story about Daniel is that the um, the people who were out to get him, they knew that he couldn't resist praying. You know, that that would be the thing that tripped him up. Like, that was how close he was to God. Like like what Zeke was saying, that relationship was not a 0.001% relationship, but they knew that he couldn't resist praying. That was 100%. He was 100% there. And so that's that's so cool to see that that commitment and then how God then blessed that, right? Because he was friends with Daniel. You know, and so God blessed him and protected him and kept him safe. And those things, um, you know, were the result of the relationship, not the result of a genie, like Zeke was saying, which is so cool. Um, so Annika, um, we've talked a lot about what prayer is, but how can we pray? Like particularly if some people may not be in the habit of praying, how can we talk to God? Um, wow, I have so many thoughts right now. You guys, like, <laughs> so um, first off, like that, I just had a thought while Sophie was talking about how the, like Daniel went up to his room and prayed and the guys caught him out and they caught him out not because Daniel was just kind of like sitting there and thinking and kind of like just low-key praying in his head and then getting distracted by his thoughts like <laughs> he probably like put his body into it maybe he was speaking out loud or something but he was like sometimes your body language can actually affect where your mind is at mm. and so like he was really praying and yeah anyway that was just a thought I had but um what I wanted to say was firstly I'm kind of like the like the kind of person who wants to find a formula for something and it works and then stick to it and that's kind of not how it works, I've realised, especially with God. Like, seasons change and so the way that you think and the way that you work and the way that you need to do things sometimes will change as well and you just need to adapt to that. I mean, like, one day I'll have, like, a really good Bible study and I'll get so much out of it and, like, you know, a lot of revelation and then I'll try it again and the next day I get nothing. But it's because there's not just one formula you can apply to anything. And so... Um, I have a few practical things here that um, you can do and like I have to switch it up all the time again because I've mm. learned that there's no one formula and um, mm. firstly I'm going to start with you know the the man who started it all who literally gives us like practical steps on how to pray um, yeah he literally says after he says what Sophie was um, talking about he literally says pray like this mm. He says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So, like, I remember when I was younger, I would, like, um, I would just lay in bed and I knew that prayer. And so I'd just, like, pray it. And like kind of rattle it off the tip of my tongue. Kind of like how you sing lyrics to a song, but you don't even know what you're singing. And, you know, and then one day you're like, hold on. Oh, that's what the song says. <laughs> no. Um, so like 
that's that's a format for how you can pray like and how you can kind of structure your prayers god's like um you know acknowledge god that's in the beginning when he says like um our father who art in heaven holy be your name you know you're praying to him you're acknowledging how holy he is um and you're like lifting him up and then your kingdom come your will be done and you you know apply your own life situations into it like you know what's if you're in the middle of something that's I don't know you're in the middle of a tough situation and you need something to change you're praying for God's will because God wants the best for you right and he wants joy and he wants hope for you and so if you pray for his will you're literally praying for hope and joy to enter your situation right um and then give us this day our daily bread and you're praying for God's provision into your situation. And again, apply your own your mm. own uh, situation and life to it. Mm. Like use it as a format for prayer. And man, you're probably going to be sitting there for like two hours before bed realizing there's all this stuff you need to let, <laughs> you need to let go of. You need to give it to God and you need to. And then suddenly you start realizing like, you know, how much there is to thank God for. Oh my gosh, it could go into a full on tangent. Anyway, so um, I, yeah, like I did just then, um, because I'm just going to quickly rattle off the rest of my notes, uh, which was there are a few other ways, like prayer beads. My um, grandma gave me prayer beads when I was like 10, and I only found out like the other day, because um, it was, anyway. So, um, you know, and it has, you can make your own, and it's cute, and basically it has like a gold bead, and that reminds you to kind of start with God and pray, you know, like like in the Our Father, like lifting God up and acknowledging him. And then there's like a sila bead where you kind of take take a moment and self-reflection. And there are all these beads that mean different things. And you can put your own one together just to remind you of like maybe a format in um, for how you pray to remind you like, okay, I'm up to the pink bead. Like I need to thank, what do I need to thank God for? And you start, you know, anyway. And then um, there are the Psalms, which is literally a whole book of prayers and um yeah and sometimes just like when you don't know what to pray just reading through them is really helpful and like you can just when you don't have the words sometimes you know the words are right here mm-hmm. um so that as for format that's kind of what I've got and then process um I like to do lots of different things as well and I think if you're a writer a prayer journal is a really good thing to keep. Also because you can look back on your prayers and see where God's answered them. Mm. I've been doing prayer journals for like two years now and every now and then I go and read the ones from like a year ago or two years ago and I'm like, oh, that's what I was really stressing about. That's what I was really worried about. Mm. Oh my gosh, Jesus, you really blessed me in that place. Like it Mm. reminds you what he's done for you and what you've asked for and it like reminds you to look back and see where he's answered your prayers. Mm, that's um, just some other ones quickly are on walks and drives. Literally talk to him like you're talking to a friend. Like talk out loud. Sometimes that can help frame your mind or focus you. Mm. Um, phone notes if you're not a writer. I don't know. Um, and then, <laughs> and then um, another one that I think is actually has become more important to me recently as I've thought about it more is contemplative prayer, which is kind of like. Um, it means, you know, you contemplate, you like sit and you reflect and it's not all about doing, but sometimes it's just about being. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I know the staff at church here like mm-hmm. have now, like they all take 
30 minutes in the morning to just Mm -hmm. be with God because (laughs) when you've come from a place of being with God, you can then, like, then the work that you do and the things that you do throughout the day are coming from a place of reflection on him and they, they can come more from a place of just him, you know? And you're pouring, you're like kind of God's vessel and you just need to spend that time with God in the morning or just throughout the day to let to make sure that he is speaking through you and you are working from his strength and from his love. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and the last thing I guess um, I want to talk about is that um, it takes discipline sometimes because you're not always going to feel like you want to pray. And discipline is a big thing and it's important. And so, like, just, you know, sometimes, like, if even if you set yourself, like, three prayers a day, kind of like Daniel, or, um, you know, just think of how you can incorporate it into your day because even if you're not motivated but be like I said at 12 o'clock or on my lunch break or like on at recess that I would pray and then you know and then like sometimes you just need to kind of get into it and then God will really I've had moments where like I'm sorry I'm babbling now this is the last thing I promise but I've had moments where I just really didn't want to pray and I'm like, I'm so tired, I need to go to sleep. But I've, like, knelt down at the side of my bed and I'm like, I know, like, it's it's good to pray. I know it's, it's good for my relationship with God and for my situation. And then, like, the second I start praying, God's, like, flooded all these things into my mind that I need to just let go of, thank him for, like, ask about, you know, and just, like, tell it to him. And that can be so freeing and, like, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Cool. All righty. Well, in a second, guys, we are going to have – we're going to have some hubs time in a moment and we're going to keep having this conversation. But before we break up, um, I just wanted to reiterate as well that – Prayer is personal, like we've talked about, but there is also such power in praying together, which we're going to do a little bit of tonight. And without going into all of the details of why we pray together, a couple of reasons are that God blesses unity. When people come together and believe for something together, then God Response to that. Another reason is to bear one another's burdens when somebody's going through something to help bring that thing to God, to help carry that thing to God and see what He can do in that situation. Another reason is that it encourages those who participate. If you feel like you don't have the faith to believe for something yourself, then the people around you can share in faith for that thing and it encourages you. It strengthens weakened faith. Um, so they're just some of the things, and some of the reasons why it's important to pray with other people as well. So in your groups, when we split up in a moment, don't be shy. Um, like we said, it doesn't have to be a performance. Just talk to God like your closest friend. Join together with your friends in your hub groups and pray together and get get real with each other and see what happens as you pray 
together. Before we head out, I'm just going to pray for us quickly as a group. And then if it's your first time here tonight, follow your friends to your hub groups and people who know where they're going, follow your hubs leaders um, where you usually are. All right, let's stand up and let's pray together and then we'll head out to hubs time. Lord God, we thank you that you are a personal God. Lord, we thank you that we can come to you as someone who's close, that isn't distant, Father God, and we can have a relationship with you, Lord. We, pr- we thank you, God, that you bless your children, Father God. We thank you that you hear us, that you answer us, Lord, that you provide for us, Father God. I thank you that in you is everything that we need, Father God. Lord, I just pray that you would... Um, just start a passion in the hearts of these young people tonight to get to know you better, Lord, to get to know you on a closer level, to start a conversation with you, Lord, to get used to um, communing with you and being close to you and talking to you, Father God. I pray that as they do that, Lord, that they would just find such acceptance in your presence, Father God, that it wouldn't be something that they're afraid of, Lord, but they would feel at home praying to you and where you are. And in Jesus' name, everybody said... Amen. Awesome. Well, head out to Hub's time, guys. Have a great time together. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.